Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, the countdown to episode 300. This is episode 299. I should have been a DJ, right? Like I was that. in the middle of a cookie. <laughs> Colby is in the middle of a cookie. I wasn't going to throw to you immediately. I was going to talk about how awesome I am at like my, my DJ banter. Like, I think that I was massively underused in radio. Um, Colby's, like, he's like, I, I finished chewing my bite of cookie and just went in for another one, regardless of what Cliff says, and then dropped his cookie on the floor. Colby's eating a floor cookie right now. <laughs> anyway, Colby's here. He is sick, so he sounds kind of like a toad. Uh, Vinny is supposed to be here, but his internet's down, so he may be joining us, like, halfway through, assuming his internet comes back up. Um... Can you say hello, Colby? What up? You see, he sounds great. Um, what do you do? You send your kids to school. This is what happens. Uh, we are going to talk today about video games. We're going to start with what we have been playing. Uh, we got a little bit of news. News is a little light this week. But that's okay. Uh, PlayStation is getting more expensive. And that just, I mean, obviously, why wouldn't it? Uh, not for you though, probably like for you, it's probably staying the same price, but for everyone else, more expensive. Uh, Sony is maybe using that money, I guess, to start a mobile games division. Those things may be unrelated. Uh, the Xbox family plan is getting closer, which is real good because I think I have to start paying for it next month. Um, and I, I prefer to pay for a family plan as opposed to paying for a not family plan. Uh, the weirdest rumor of this week ended up not being true, but it's still something to kind of talk about. It's, it's strange. Uh, according to Phil Spencer, the Actors in Blizzard, Blizzard merger is in a good place. And, um, man, Hogwarts Legacy, like, I, there's, I don't know what to say about it besides, like, I guess it looks nice and it's kind of, it's, it's a bit problematic. And, it's a little bit more so problematic now. Um, this is the this is so weird. This is such a like throwback to 2015. We'll talk about that. Uh, we got questions. Like almost everyone asked two. I don't know if that's just a thing now. I guess it's a thing now. Are we gonna allow that, Colt? Can everyone no. just ask two questions? Nope. No. Everyone did. Everyone um, asked two questions, and we choose the best ones. Maybe probably not. We'll probably still just let everyone ask too. Uh, we got a question from Rich. We got two questions from our Deacon. We've got one question from Monotone Screaming and two from Turn Down for What. We got a bunch of cheap free games. It's that kind of that time of the month, so there's a bunch of free games coming out, um, and that's all. Um, Cole, do you want to do you want to croak about what you've been playing? I've played a lot of games. You did. This, that was a terrible <clears throat> week to play this many games, Colby. What were you thinking? I didn't have my. I guess you were sick. Do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, go go for as long as you can, and when you can't go I'll, anymore, I'll take over. I'll just break down. Like, I mean, real quickly. Beat House Flipper. It was really good. Uh, beat Super Liminal. Have beat that before. It's still good. Uh, <laughs> beat What Remains Be the Finch. Still good. Beat Portal. I mean, if. By this time, you haven't played Portal. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I have never. Yeah, you suck, actually. Though, so I watched you like you you bought it for me, and then like I just watched you play it. I watched a live. I mean, playing of Portal. In your defense, you're bad at games and probably couldn't have beaten Portal. True. Um. um yeah, I played Portal too. Nah, there you go uh played gone home beat it it is also still good uh played minecraft because my kid's now obsessed with minecraft um 
It's good. I think it still has like issues with balance. Um, cause I like survival mode. Um, but I also find like easy survival mode is easy for the most part until you're like, Oh look, a cave I want to go into. And then all of a sudden there's like 400 bad guys and you're like, what am I supposed to do here? Like the I combat's so bad. It's bad. And like, if you die and there's bad guys, like, Good luck getting your stuff back. Uh, yes, yeah. you're gonna die again. Um, but uh, luckily, I just can turn it to peaceful and get my stuff back, and then murder all those people. So yeah, fair. Um, but you're not gonna mention that your kid's a sociopath in that game. That like <laughs> we, she's gonna get like on a list. <laughs> I mean, she did some war crimes to villagers, but whom amongst us has not? <laughs> Every time Colby's like, yeah, she's uh, she's playing Minecraft. Uh, she's flying around dropping lava on llamas. I'm like, well, that no, no, she seem... was dropping lava on a village. Oh, that but had though, llamas in it. That was to protect it from bad guys because bad guys can't go over lava. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because the village is a like inferno now. So, and all the villagers are dead. <laughs> like, I mean, you saw like her logic. She's like yeah. Doctor Manhattan logic. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, good. But uh, no, she was lighting llamas on fire. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. Um, yeah, I played Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I'm like 35 hours into that. And I'm like looking at the map and going like, oh, wow, like I'm pretty far in. Like I've explored everything. And then I realized that I was just zoomed in. Um, <laughs> uh, there's I had like pretty much looked over three parts of the map there's like 16 parts i have not looked at oh geez so gonna be playing that for a bit um the other game the only game that i haven't talked about is chasm which is a kind of pixel art like metroidvania game um that i picked up for like four bucks a long time ago and didn't play it because i was confusing it with another game uh that has like almost the exact same box art. And I'm like, well, I don't want to play that kind of game. And then I box actually, art. it will like, you know, <laughs> you're old. Yeah. Um, because like the one I was thinking of is like kind of a like three D ish, like kind of yeah. like Zelda clone. Um, and I'm like, well, I don't really want to play that right now. And then I realized that this was in fact, not that game. Um, yeah, yeah. it's real fun. Uh, plays real well. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it. It's good. Go play it. I, uh, you know, you told me to, to check it out and go play it. And now that I'm watching the video of it, I actually played this at PAX there a number go. of years ago. Um, it, it was cool. I did. I did like it. So yeah. Colby's right. Go play it. Go play it. Uh, let's see. I, I'm still playing Garden Story. Um, still good. You know, it's it's such a light game. Like, there's just so there's so it's, it's really like it's a podcast game. It's a watch a movie while you play a game game. Um, there's a story, but like whatever. Um, probably the, the biggest like revelation I've made in this game, and it, and it, it was helpful to do it when I did it because um, I've opened up, I think, th three of the four like worlds in the game um, is you start getting quests. And I was I was 
trying to figure out how to how to, how it works because uh, you know the game's based on days. So every day, you know, you do some stuff, and every day you get like kind of these daily quests, and it's how you build up like experience in different the different towns. Um, like the the more of those quests you do, the more uh, other stuff there's to do. But the days go relatively quickly. Um, and there's a bunch of other like world events that you have to do. You know, there's there's bigger stuff. And I, I realized um, probably I think I'm 24 days in the game, and so I probably realized this at about day 15 um, that unlike most games of that type, where where your days are based on you know real time day days, um, you don't have to go to sleep. You can just stay out forever, and the nights are endless. So if you like want to get stuff done. You can just stay up all night. And the, the downside of that is the the bad guys come out at night. The batter bad guys come out at night. But the batter bad guys at mostly. least. Like, yeah, mostly. Mostly. Exactly. Um, like, I don't know if I'm playing on an easy or if just the game's relatively easy. Um, it could be either of those things. The bad bad guys aren't that hard and they're mostly just avoidable. Um and so it's really made that game go a little bit quicker where before I was like, all right, got it. I mean, it, it felt like real life where you're like, okay, I'm going to work for eight hours and then I've got two hours after dinner to do things for myself. Um, and I'm like, what, what kind of weird game am I playing? And then I'm, I realized that in it's unlike real life. I can just stay up until 6 a.m. every day and then it hits six and I just stay awake forever. Um, and actually get some some stuff done. So um, like like Garden Story lets you essentially like do like polyphasic sleeping. I think um, to actually get some some stuff done. Um, the other game I'm playing is uh, As Dusk Falls. It's a Game Pass game that came out maybe I'm gonna say a month ago. Um, and it's really two weeks. Whatever. It came out a while ago. It came out in the distant past or the not so distant past, perhaps. Um, it's an interesting game, both like stylistically and gameplay wise. Um, you, there's no, I don't want to say this. You start the game and things happen. Um, oh, and then well, that's good. Well, but like without your input, like it, it, it you know, it, it starts telling you a story and then it essentially comes to a decision point and you choose what to do. And then it plays out to the next decision point and you decide what to do. And sometimes there's little like, um, like quick time events, I would guess. But I mean, to say they're quick time events is, is giving them a lot of, a lot more power than you probably should. It's like swipe up and then you hop over a fence. Um, but essentially you're, it's like an interactive story, I guess. Um, but the game, like I said, it just drives itself. And if you don't choose something, there's a timer on all those events. So in theory, I guess you could probably actually just watch the entire thing and it would randomly <laughs> choose the events for you and you'd miss all the quick time events. Um, but it would probably still tell a story. Um, but the interesting thing about it is, is it's not, it's not, it's not exactly animated. Um, I, I think, and I, I can't, I can't be 100% sure, but I think all the characters in the game are actually real people that they took photos of and then applied like a Photoshop paint effect to. Um, and although sometimes, like, I don't want to say they don't move, but it's not like, it's not like they walk from sitting down over to their door. It's like they'll be sitting down 
and then they stand up and then somewhere in between the door and there, there'll be another frame that shows them walking and then they're at the door. Like it's, it's not, it's not like smooth animation. It's more like, I don't know, like someone took four pictures of a person walking over to a door and then applied like a Photoshop paint effect to it. Um, but some of the game is definitely like 3D rendered, I think. Like I think maybe the a lot of the backgrounds are. Like I don't get the impression that like a lot of the game's set in a like a essentially a uh like a, a motel not like a motel six though, like I, I, no one but me and you know this, but like, do you remember when we were? It's it set on Route sixty six, um, in in uh, Arizona. Do you remember the first hotel motel we stayed at? Like, you know, big A frame, yeah, yeah. like office, and then like just a couple little, you know. Um, I watched that Will Ferrell basketball movie there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Like one of those kind of motels, like a motel that's very much out of the sixties. Um, most of it said there, but I don't get the impression necessarily that they actually took the pictures there. It's almost like maybe they took the pictures on green screen and imported them into like a rendered background. I don't know. It's got a very interesting feel to it, but the, the other interesting half of the gameplay is you can play it up to eight players. So, um, I'm only playing it two player. My wife and I are playing it. Um, and so you, it's, it's kind of like a Jackbox game. You start it up and I'm playing using a controller and she plays using her phone. So you, you download like an iPhone app um, and then it gives you like a unique code that you can um, put into your phone and then connect to the game. And then every decision you make, um, if there's just two of you, you... Uh, each get a choice essentially. And so if there's, you know, three choices, you each pick two and you might pick the same one. You might pick different ones. And if you pick the same one, then that's the one that gets picked. And if you pick different ones, the game just randomly chooses one of them. Um, and that's the one you pick. Um, but you can do that with up to seven other people. So one person controlling the game and then seven other people voting on everything. Um, except for a handful of decisions that you have to make a, actual decision on like you you all have to pick the same one um every other one you can you can choose different things and at the end of every um act i guess i think i think there's six or levels um you it shows you like the path you took and how many other different paths there are so like each level probably has I don't, I don't know, 40 or 50 choices that you had to make and it branches out to probably two or three times that um, on, on the outside. So like there are entire parts of that story that I missed, like that I just didn't see because I, the decision I made didn't, wasn't, wasn't there for that. Um, or, you know, I got the quick time events right so I didn't get caught by the guy looking for me or, you know, whatever. Um, it's it's a really really interesting game. Um, it would be great for uh, like streaming. I'm kind of surprised that I haven't really heard anyone streaming it because it would be it'd be very good for that. Um, it's only like I think six or seven hours long, so it is something that like maybe for extra life we could do where we could actually just play the entire game through um, and let other folks come in and, and help us make the decisions to do it. And because like, I, like I'm going to finish it cause it's, it's really interesting, but um, 
like it wouldn't be bad to replay because you if you, as long as you know you and the people you're playing with make different decisions you'll get an entirely different game um they say that actually to see everything you'd need to play for like if if it's the game seven hours it would take 30 hours to actually see all of the different things in in multiple playthroughs so i don't know it's a it's a really it's a really interesting game um and the story so far is is pretty good i kind of like the the characters, like the the actors that play them, and the characters that that they've created. So, I, you know, it's definitely, I, it it was one of those games that had kind of had a big push at like fakey three. Um, like I've seen it, like Microsoft, like kind of pushing it a lot, but then it came out, and I didn't really hear anything kind of about it. Um, and it's really interesting. So it's called as Dusk Falls. I constantly get the name wrong, but that's what it's actually called as Dusk Falls. Um, you know, it's it's worth it's worth checking out. So, uh, cool. Well, we will move on to Patreon. Uh, Vinny just just uh, hit me up. Apparently, his internet is still down. <laughs> so, no, maybe no Vinny. No, mine no, was down in, for three days. Woo. That's mine was not down for three days, but it was down for like six hours last Friday. Um, just just sucks. Like you you quickly realize when you don't have internet, like how dependent you are on internet it's like, fine just watch something on netflix oh uh-huh yeah i'll just play some video games oh i can't you know like it can't authenticate that i own this game it's you know like you can watch dvds that's about it all right uh patreon thank you to all of our patrons you're all fantastic uh and you help uh pay the pay the bills i guess we could say so if you want to become a patreon and help us pay our bills you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast uh there are th- Currently four levels. Um, I'm thinking probably as of next week there will only be three. Uh, there is the one, three, and seven, and ten dollar level. If you're a ten dollar patron, you are a producer, and we say your name on this podcast. So big shout outs, shout outs, multiple shouts out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Colby did not try to insert some sort of offensive name into the the things this week so we got through it uh thank you to all of you and all of our other patrons for uh donating and, and you know making the software and the websites and all that stuff work uh, again go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast uh extra life is coming up in november but like we've talked about i'm going to do a like episode 300 extra life kickoff that will actually be uh not next weekend but the weekend after it will be uh, september 10th we're gonna do an eight hour stream of probably elden ring um so you can watch me get my butt kicked over and over and over and over and over and over and over again um there will be so many deaths i was thinking that like the way i should have done this call is i could have you know how uh when you're like kids are fundraising or Sometimes people do it for like a uh, different kind of thing where you're like, well, I'm going to go running. And for every mile I run, you you donate like 10 cents. And if I run 30 miles, you give me $3. Like I should have done it with the number of times I will die. Um, so for every time I die, you pay a nickel. And at the end, you owe $10,000. Yeah. That's That's what I should have done. But hindsight and such. All right. Uh, I'm going to just say news because I, I don't want to yeah right see that's not good um this is this is baffling to me um but i i think i've i think i think i i finally read an article that really summed it up very well um the playstation 5 is getting a price increase pretty much everywhere except the united states so 
Um, it's going up in Europe, the UK, the Middle East, Africa, Asia, Latin America, and Canada. So literally the US is the only major market where it's not going up. And it's going up between essentially like 30 and $50 everywhere. So there are plenty of places now where the PlayStation costs uh, 550 whatever, you know, like for instance, in Europe, it's now 550 euros. Um, and right now the Europe and the dollar are essentially one-to-one. -one. So essentially the PlayStation 5 is $550 in Europe as well. Um, and like on the surface of things, it seems real weird to raise the price on something that people can't buy anyway. Um, but I, I, I found an article that says, uh, this is Daniel Ahmed. He's a senior analyst for the Shanghai-based game research firm's Nico Partners. Um, and he says uh, that essentially the price went up because um, it can, but also <laughs> because they they are losing money on these. And essentially they they want to be more profitable. They they want to stop losing money on system sales. And they told their investors that they would stop losing money on system sales. And so in order to to do that, they just raised their prices. <laughs> which yeah. it seems I mean like we're at the point now where I think people probably are starting to think about like, oh hey, it's just like another maybe like year until those prices drop, right? Like I mean you would expect to Start seeing, you know, like at least sales where you're seeing a PlayStation for four fifty, or you know, like it's five hundred bucks, but there's like a great bundle or something. And instead, they're raising prices fifty bucks. Um, my my favorite uh, person who who commented on this was a guy named Michael Potcher of Wedbush Security. He says if they have a chance to raise the price in the U.S., Sony probably will do so. But raising the price is such a dumb idea. <laughs> I'm hopeful they learn their lesson and keep it limited to other markets. So they don't believe that it'll. Uh, it'll get raised here, but he makes a really good point is, is that part of the reason they can do it is because they make dumb decisions all the time and don't get punished for it. Um, they raise prices on first party games to $70 and people were a little pissed off at the first, but people kept buying them. So yeah. they can, you know, essentially they, they raise their prices and uh, what are you going to do? And frankly, people are paying, way more than $500 for a PlayStation anyway. So maybe what's an extra 50 bucks, but I, it's one of those things that one of two things will happen. I think either we'll look back five years from now or two years into the, the next generation and go like, man, you know, the turning point for Sony losing the, you know, the last generation of consoles was really that point where they raised the price of the console everywhere. Really just like everyone was like, why why buy that when I could buy an Xbox for $50 less? Or five years from now, we're going to go like, oh, I don't know, no, no, no real impact at all. It'll be the second one. <laughs> you know, I would like to think so, but, or I, I would think so intellectually. But when you look back at, the last like two or three console generations, it always seems to be like super tiny weird things that impact. It's um, usually at the start of the console yeah, cycle, though. It's that never is absolutely midway. true. That is absolutely true. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. So I, there's no way to know today. We'll come. We'll circle back to this in like 20, 27. Do you just want to put a note on your calendar call? Yeah, I'll put it into. Google, I don't know. OneNote something? Yeah, Ever Evernote. You seem like an Evernote kind of guy. So, I don't even yeah. know what that is. Uh, episodes, 
I'll do a post-it note and then just put it on my wall. <laughs> we'll we'll circle back episode five ninety nine. Um, good news, I guess, so far is that both Xbox and uh, Nintendo have said no. No, that seems really dumb. We are not going to do that at all. So uh, your your Xboxes and your your Nintendos are going to stay. If the same I price. had to guess, is that one the chip shortage and stuff of the last two years has really been not great for consoles yep um and it's costing more and more to do that and so they're losing more and more to yep. do that uh microsoft is like a trillion dollar company they can eat those losses if if microsoft was if microsoft has the money they it would just be drop so, it to 400 drop drop their price even to 450 drop yeah. their price to 450 drop in the United it States by 50 and, Yep, exactly. If if they were if they were smart, they would match the price increase in all of those countries by a, a deficit of the same amount, and in the United States, drop it to four fifty. Like I don't think they can necessarily, but if they could, well, I mean, man, they could, they could, but they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine though? Like, God, that'd be amazing. Uh, let's see. Next up, Sony. Uh, for PlayStation Studios, which is a and it's it's a, a mobile division, so that is actually the name of it, PlayStation Studios Mobile Division, which is Did one heck of a name? one heck of a name. They will develop quote innovative on the go experiences based on new and existing PlayStation IP that meets PlayStation Studios high quality standards, <laughs> and will operate independently from console game development. Uh, Apparently, they did this by buying a, a, a studio called Savage Game Studios. Um, I, I think the, the theory here is they're going to make Uncharted mobile and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Last of Us mobile and, and that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. What do you think? Like, is that... I, I guess more I, appropriately, I would not want to play any of those games mobile version <laughs> the the thing i want is like yes mobile is a huge money maker yep but i wonder if it is for those type of games mm -hmm. i've always kind of wondered that like yeah you can make mobile games of certain ips but are they going to be as big as candy crush right unless what? it is a like match three uncharted game yeah no i guess that is a possibility i think that like traditional console gamers are so anti-mobile oh, stuff. Well, and that's the problem is just even though it's a completely separate division, blah, 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 blah. Console gamers are going to be pissed like they didn't make an Uncharted 6 or whatever because they've been focusing on this, yeah. you know, Uncharted mobile game. Yeah, exactly that. Um, it, it To uh -oh, me, it I makes... I pooped my diaper. Yeah, exactly. That's my impression of, you know. Those gamers. people. I, uh, I, to me, it makes so much more sense for them to focus on PC than to focus on mobile. Um, like PC still has some of that, like, well, it's not an exclusive if it's on the <laughs> computers too, but, uh, I don't know. I just, maybe it'll work. I mean, I guess, I guess essentially what we're seeing is they are going to do something like Blizzard just did with Diablo Immortal and all intents and purposes or at least all reports is that game's made a butt ton of money so yeah. um i don't know i mean from from that standpoint too like phil spencer was talking this week that like half the reason that they're interested in buying activision 
is because they want the mobile development stuff that comes with buying Activision. Like they're like, we don't really care about Call of Duty. What we want is mobile development. And I'm like, I'm sure that you are interested in mobile development. I'm sure you also really want Call of Duty, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's just so the FCC is like, oh, they're just in, they, they just want the mobile thing. It's not. <laughs> I keep seeing reports. They're like, the government of India has said that the merger between Activision and Blizzard can go through. And I'm like, how many places have to say yes to this? Like, and if anyone says no, like, I don't, it's it's apparently a thing. So me and Mars, like, I don't think so. Like, right. (laughs) And like, can that stop it? I I don't, I don't understand how this works. If it's Um, a small enough country, can Microsoft like just like fund a coup or something? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, so we, we, I, I posted this article in, uh, our discord when I first saw it, I was like, this is very interesting. And, and okay. So USA today, maybe was it a pie chart? It probably was a, there was probably a pie chart or a graph of some sort. Um, like, but like USA today, that's a pretty reputable newspaper, right? I mean, Sort of like, I mean, you can buy it at every airport in the United States. Call <laughs> like, I don't know, like, you know, if a lot of people get home delivery on USA Today, but I mean, dad loves it, like, based on the amount of articles he sends me from USA Today. Um, USA Today on Monday posted a big, big, you know, like coup, I guess, that EA was going to be acquired by Amazon. And I'm like, huh, well, that's interesting. Um, and it, and it like kind of makes sense. Like you, you, uh, the, 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 the story wasn't necessarily that EA wanted a video game studio. Like they're like, you know, we can't seem to make a, a video game ourselves to say our lives. So yes, having a video game studio would be nice. But the, the rumor was that what they really wanted was the IP. They wanted to be make, be able to make a mass effect movie or series. They wanted to be able to make a dragon's age movie or series. Maybe they wanted to make Madden 23 into a a series movies or series. And I'm like, that makes sense. Like, I mean, I guess we'll see. And then like the rumor was like, I I saw it everywhere, like everywhere reported. And then they're like, like, wow, if USA today is saying it, then it's gotta be true. Gotta be true. Look at that Um, pie chart. And, and then apparently USA Today just like slowly like moved away from it. Like, oh no, that's not actually happening. And I would, I would love to find out how that happened. And according to USA Today, this, this very much sounds like one of my. We saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Well, not quite that bad. <laughs> Someone um, asked for a source. They just sent that like Dr. Manhattan, that lol, I made it up. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's, uh, it, it said, um, it, it feels kind of like that. Like someone posts something inflammatory and they're like, oh no, my Twitter got hacked. I'm like, well, how often does that actually happen? Um, what they're saying is. You always is, blame an intern. Yeah. Right. Is that GL. HF, which is a gaming esports outlet and content partner of USA Today. I would just like to point out that that thing's name is Glyph. Um, <laughs> Grandma, I'd like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> uh, man, so when I worked in radio, I used to take pictures of all the, the DJs because I can't you know, wait to see where this is going. Colby and I ran a photography business, and so like I knew how to do it. And I'm like, don't, don't wear any clothes with 
like logos on it, like don't you know, just plain clothes. And one of our our DJs came in wearing a shirt that just said GILF on it. I'm like, was she a GILF or was he looking for GILFs? I think he was looking for them. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they ran a version of this story on our website that violated our editorial standards regarding the use of unnamed and unvetted sources. So they're like, I don't know. Some other company just ran an article on the front page of USA Today, and I, I don't know how it got there. Um, The journalist behind the article has the greatest quote said, if you get something wrong in games journalism, it's a bit like when you work behind a bar and drop a pint glass and everyone cheers, except instead of cheering, they chuck more pint glasses at you. (laughs) He also says that they, what they said is not that it's not happening. It's that it's not happening today. So, Kurt oh, McKeon, you, you mean a huge acquisition isn't happening today? I don't know. I I just don't know. Like it, it's the thing is, is like I read it and I'm like, well, makes sense. Like it could happen. Like it, it totally could happen. So, but not not today. And it it hasn't happened. It didn't happen on Tuesday. I guess tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Anyway, weird, weird stuff. Uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer says uh, everything's good. It's he's feeling good with the the Bloomberg stuff. It's or not Bloomberg, Blizzard, Activision stuff. I feel good about the progress we've been making, but I go into the process supportive of people who maybe aren't as close to the gaming industry asking good hard questions about what is our intent? What does this mean? He said, if you play it over five years, is this constricting a market? Is it growing a market? Um. He says, I've never done a $70 billion deal, so I don't know what my confidence means. I will say the discussions we've been having seem positive. <laughs> so, I don't know. That seems... <laughs> what, what do you say when, when someone asks if your massive merger's going? Like, I don't know. Seems, seems good, I guess. You're just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. I don't know, man. I, like, I haven't slept in like three days. What's going on? Have you heard anything? <laughs> It's, it's good, I guess. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, really, I'm just excited about more games coming to Game Pass. That's really all I, I care about. I just turned my phone to silent, and I am <laughs> hiding in a closet. <laughs> oh, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, <laughs> Colby, Colby sent me a tweet yesterday. Let me see if I can find it without looking too hard. Uh, nope, I'm going to have to look too hard, I guess. Uh, sent me a tweet, something about, uh, oh man, it's too bad. To you? I think you did it because it was I'll about Hogwarts Legacy. Talk. Uh, here we go. Uh, come on, load, load. Nope. Never mind. That's about JK Rowling. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. What's essentially, her legacy? Yeah. Uh, Shh. Hogwarts Legacy was, uh, you know, essentially that, you know, like you can't believe that what this game's about, but that doesn't matter. What we're talking about is the fact that it has uh, quests in it that are PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> when the, the last time I can remember a game having a PlayStation exclusive quest was the original Destiny. How long ago was that, Cole? Because that was... 2013? Right? Or no, 16. 14 I don't know I can you think of any other game that's had exclusive quests in the last three or four years apparently Hogwarts Legacy will have a a a quest that uh, you can only uh, you can only get the Felix Felicia's potion recipe um, 
if you pre-order <laughs> this PlayStation edition. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the game just keeps getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And, and quite frankly, J.K. Rowling just keeps getting dumber and dumber and dumber. So, like, push those two things together. Like, I'm going to buy Again. that. You know what you would hear about me if I was a billionaire? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I don't know. I I think, like, morally it is okay to shoplift this game when it comes out. Like, that's... <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. That's news, Cole. That's that's all we have to news. Are you, you ready for some questions? Questions. <laughs> uh, Rich... Uh, wants to know, has a game ever made you physically ill? <laughs> like, like actually motion sick. And he said, like, it could be a VR game or it could just be a game that made you physically ill. Have you ever, have you ever VR'd so hard you threw up, Cole? No. Um, VR, uh, if I play it for too long, I get kind of motion sick a little bit. It's not too bad. It's like not bad. Like I could still play, but it's not like, pleasant enough that i want to keep playing i guess yeah um that's what happened when i played uh resident evil 7 in vr played yeah. for like two, two hours and i'm like eh, it's just like i don't feel very good um other than that uh that stupid uh blair witch game gave me like a really bad headache yeah yep same um but yeah it's about you you uh you love the descent or descent it's, it's, it's called. called so yeah so i would say vr like always makes me kind of motion sick like when if i play vr for any amount of time i just come out of it kind of going like Ugh. um but I, i'm pretty easy to make motion sick so like that's not uh that's not a surprise there's a video game that came out in 1998 it's called forsaken and it was oh, essentially yeah, forsaken why do yeah. i always think it's called descent because it's essentially descent um it's it's one of those yeah, i mean so there was a game descent called isn't descent. made up okay yeah descent is was a you were in a ship and so you had six degrees of movement so you go up down left right and, and forsaken was kind of the same thing and what forsaken really brought to the descent formula was it was essentially a what do I want to call it? Like back in the day, like games existed that really all they were meant to do was show off how cool graphics cards were. <laughs> um, it's like a tech demo specifically for <laughs> graphics cards. Kind of. Um, and this was like a tech demo for like the Voodoo 2, <laughs> you know, things. And so it came out. I worked at Software, etc. at the time. And uh, I guess it's not a secret, but like one of the things you used to be able to do at Software, etc. I don't, I don't know if this is still true, but you could check out games, which meant that you could just take games off the shelf and take them home and play them for a week and then bring them back and shoplift or, and, uh, and you shrink wrap them, shrink -wrap and, them. and sell them as new. Um, so, you know, that was a thing. And so I took forsaken home and I was playing it and it's gorgeous. Like, you know, one of the very first games I've ever played that had like, um, particle physics and, you know, six degrees of motion. And I played it for probably an hour. I like stood up and within, two seconds of standing up had the worst migraine I've maybe ever had in my entire life. I, problem. I, I like stumbled in and like said to my wife, I'm like, I'm going to go lay down. And then I slept for like 18 hours. <laughs> it so was, what you're saying is you should have just played the game without standing up. And I should have, I should have just kept playing. I should have just kept going and going and going. I've like, cause I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a game that I could get now. And I would guess that the, the graphics aren't so whiz bang anymore that they would be. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Not, do, you, do you remember what the game cover looks like? No. 
I it, mean, it, I've been thinking it's a separate game for, you know, that is true. 20 some odd years. So no, it's, it's just this girl with like a forsaken tattoo on her face. <laughs> so, so just crying. this is, this is a, a, like based off of nothing, but playing uh portal, I completely forgot about the, like the valve, like uh logo with the with, dude with, with, the, the, valve dude with the valve in his head. <laughs> That goes like dong. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. I had completely forgotten about that. It's been a while since I played a Valve game. Yeah, I, I there's a part of me that wants to like acquire this game and play it and see. Oh yeah, that, I remember that. <laughs> how that goes? She, um, she looks like uh, Shakira. Maybe I'm thinking of. Yeah, I yeah. I think I could see that. Um, I don't know. Apparently, it was on the PC and the uh the Nintendo 64. So if if you're if you're in the the mood to try and find the game that made Cliff nearly die, um that's what I'd recommend. So yeah, Forsaken was the game that I I searched for uh I don't know, Forsaken video game and like one of the things was girl. And so I just clicked on that and I've like come into some sort of like uh Google group like archive from 1998 of people trying to find out like I saw it on E3 and I emailed I don't know a claim a claim (laughs) I don't know it's I'm looking at the gameplay now it does not look does not look super spectacular it looks like it might use like a modified version of the quake engine so anyway um, her her name is Donna De Siani? I don't know. That's that's a that's a real Italian name. Should we track her down and see if she wants to be interviewed for the uh, for the podcast? Like Only if we can do it as creepily as possible. <laughs> well, of course, duh. Uh, all right. Uh, next question is from R. Deke, and he says, "Do you think that certain IPs have run dry? Um, and if so, what could they do to reboot the series? What do you think? Have, 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 are there IPs that have have kind of lost their luster?" I'm gonna I'm gonna say something perhaps a little uh, uh, controversial, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Borderlands. Yeah, yeah. You know, I loved one. I loved two. Uh-huh. I just didn't love three. But I can't point to what it was about three that I didn't like. I just like I, it, like can a video game just have like bad vibes? <laughs> yes, bad vibes. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, I would even say that I didn't really particularly enjoy, uh, the pre-sequel and I never played it. Um, I, it just, it, it's strange to me that like, I can't point out the difference between two and three. Um, I think part of it to me, like where one of the things I loved most about playing at least one and, and two a little bit. I only played two a little bit this way, but I, I thought it, they were really fun multiplayer co-op games. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that, I think three was actually worse as a co-op game. Yeah, um, It always seemed like there was too much stuff going on. It was really hard to tell where everyone was. It, it felt very uncohesive. Like you all just kind of got into an area and shot at stuff. Not like you were all trying to like do a quest together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would agree with, with Borderlands. What do you think they could do to like bring that game back? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Um, part of me says, like, just I, I would like a like an HD remake of one and two. Yeah. That would at least be helpful. I could, I could get um, that. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's just like the humor is, 
you know, obviously comedy changes over yeah. time. And I don't know if it this needs to be a different type of humor, if it needs to be different writers, different, you know, settings, different whatever. I, I, I don't know. I think that, um, I, I think that with the remaster of and I've not played it, obviously, so I'm just kind of going off what I've read. Um, like the Saints Row remaster, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of in the same boat where like things that you could do in 2012 um, are not the same things you can do now. Like, like, um, like I'm not going to say like, you know, like get gas for $2. Am I right guys? You're right. Thanks Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, but you know, like, I like comedy has changed. Like what you can and can't say, what you can and can't do. Uh, whether you agree with that or not is is just different. They um, couldn't remake Blazing Saddles now, mostly because like I don't know, ninety percent of the cast is dead. Dead, <laughs> yeah. But you know, like like to me, like that, like that, that's like one of the problems I have with South Park. And, and they did remake it this year, so I don't know. Whatever like, is like, I loved South Park in the early late late nineties, early two thousands. I want I wanted you to say I liked South Park in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. I haven't um, seen it before that. But <laughs> everything after two thousand seventeen. But to me, like a lot of that humor just isn't like it's it's not it's not as funny now to me as it was then. Um, yeah. like my tastes have changed. Um the way I interpret humor has changed. Um what I think is like something that is funny has changed. Um, and I kind of wonder if that's part of it. What uh, the listener doesn't know about Cliff is he is in fact part of the woke mob that is trying to cancel comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, somebody has got to, <laughs> um, so I don't know. Um, to, I, th- I think the game that I would choose is anything made by Ubisoft. Um, I think that Ubisoft formula is just, I don't, it still works on me. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying it doesn't work on me, um, but I think that like what they could do is like I want those games to be a quarter as long. Like I I want to play a like lean mean 15 hour Ubisoft game where I can still collect everything. Um, I don't want to play a 70 hour Ubisoft game yeah. where I collect everything. Um, or like the the main quest has to be real short <laughs> and yeah. the the collectathon i i just remember playing um assassin's creed origin i believe so like two two yeah. assassin's creeds ago and getting like 15 hours into it and there's a there's a essentially you're like on this vengeance quest and you end up killing the person who you're on this quest for and like you fought some bosses you've done some stuff you kill this guy i'm like sweet this this is great and then the game's like aha but there's more behind this than you thought there was i'm like does there have to be couldn't (laughs) couldn't the game just end here but that that to me is like the thing that like far cry 6 had a really good time for like 15 20 hours and i'm like how much more of this game is there um Like I hundred percented five, but five was also probably like the first Ubisoft game I'd played in. I'm not gonna say ever, but a long time. So it was yeah. my first like Ubisoft collectathon game, and, yeah. and I liked it. But like the sequel to five, I thought was kind of meh. Six, I fell off of all the Assassin's Creed games I've tried to play recently. I've kind of fell off of um, the Phoenix Rising game. 
was fine, oh, okay. but it was it was three times too, too long. long. Yeah. I like I would have loved that game if it had been like ultimately I think I probably gave that game like a seven. And it probably would have been a nine if it had been half the length. Because I just got bored. I, like the thing is is the, the collectathon stuff isn't unique enough. Um and I do think that's actually kind of one of the things that made five a little bit different is the collectathon stuff was really different. Like sure you were you know, some of it was just collecting cards and whatever, but like the the getting into the different um uh like bomb shelters was like interesting and unique. Yeah. The the like I'm uh, uh you know, a, a stunt man things were unique. Um it wasn't just kind of all the same. So I think that I think that Ubisoft games could be just shorter, just frankly shorter. Um Rich also wants to know uh, what really grinds your gears. Does anything grind your gears? Cold? That, is that a Family Guy reference? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but which is funny because there's also a Simpsons where Homer has a very similar grinds his gears. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it it is. Yeah, is anything grind uh, your gears? Call. Um, people that can't drive stick shifts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, not not really. I mean, I'll be frank. The, the list of things that annoys me yeah. is too long for this podcast. There's a long, yeah, there's a long list of things that annoy me. But most of them are pretty but, petty. Uh, yeah. Well, Except I mean, for the like, ones that really, really, really aren't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, when I used to take the, the train a yeah. lot, it wasn't unheard of. To hear people clipping their nails, Ugh. and like that shouldn't happen. No, that absolutely should not happen. I'm I'm really against people who don't wear shoes on airplanes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like I understand that you wear. I don't. I don't, I, I don't ride planes enough to. Yeah, you know, it's it's happened. Like I'm not gonna say it happens every time I've been on a plane, but it's it's just not that unrare to see people not wearing shoes on yeah, a plane. I'm shoes. like, that's. Well, and especially there are a, a ton of shoes that are just incredibly comfortable. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I hate Crocs, shoes, but I don't think much. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like shoes at all, but I, I wear them on a plane. I don't know. Apparently, I read an article the other day. There's a rash of people in Disney World not wearing shoes. Um, that, have you noticed that? I have not, um, but also wear shoes at Disney World. It's not like it's the cleanest amusement park you'll ever go to, but it doesn't mean it's clean. The amount of people like I see at like Lagoon not wearing shoes. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. That's that's how you get like hookworm guys. Yeah, yeah. That's the only person that's going to lose some sort of thing like eradicated in I don't know, like the United States, and since like the 70s, and all of a sudden you're going to get that at an amusement park not wearing shoes. I don't know how. Like, have you been eating uncooked pork? I so I read a, an article the other day about a girl who she was like I think I want to say twenty seven I want to say and uh, she went to the doctor she just hadn't been feeling good and like you know all this this different stuff and and uh, just doctor 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 no one could figure out what was wrong with her and uh, so finally. Like they they thought that you like maybe it's maybe it's a parasite and so they put her on anti parasite drugs yeah um and uh, she had like a like a tapeworm that was like big and uh, 
she said something, she mentioned something, I don't remember exactly the context, but that she was allergic to, to fish. And her doctor's like, actually, and she was allergic to fish and she'd been allergic to fish since she was 13. Like she all of a sudden had to start having a weird reaction to fish. And she's like, the doctor's like, oh no, you're, you're your probably not allergic large. to fish. Your, your tapeworm was probably allergic to fish. <laughs> um, but she said it's, it's really weird knowing that uh, it's the first time she's been alone in her body <laughs> for 14 years. And I'm like, that's, that's the creepiest statement I've ever heard ever. <laughs> so. My, uh, like, you know, tapeworm thing is that uh, apparently tapeworms can get cancer. Yeah. And if your tapeworm gets cancer, you also get cancer. It's weird, right? <laughs> like, so I don't know. I don't. My tapeworm gave me cancer. That actually cancer, sounds like yeah. a really good horror movie. Uh, next question. Monotone Screaming wants to know, what is your least favorite game that you keep going back to? Call what? What game do you not like, but you keep going back to it? I mean, up until recently, it was... Uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, big but same. I've come to think that Breath of the Wild is okay. <laughs> um, I'll give it a hearty. It's okay. It's fine. Um, yeah. It's fine. Like I would never play it again. No. But like, I played it once, and will you play okay. the sequel? <sighs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. I don't know. There's a lot of games that I'm like, oh, I want to play that. And I play it for like an hour and then go like, ah, this just isn't my thing. But like, I'll continue to do that for way too long. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but like, I can't think of any offhand. I would say for me, it's probably 3D platformers, like not a specific 3D platformer, but all of them where I'm like, I love 3D platformers. Like, I think the funny thing is I'll think in my head, I'm like, I used to love 3D platformers. Like I should play that game. And then I'm like, when did I love 3D platformers? Like it's a relatively, like I don't want to say new genre, but it didn't exist before like the Nintendo 64. So what 3D platformer was like, that was great. And the answer is Gex and Spyro the Dragon. And both those games are dope. Jex. It is not pronounced Jex. <laughs> I, I think I've told that story. You have. The, you have. Yeah. Um, but like, I loved both of those games, but past that, like, they're all garbage. So I don't know. And those games probably aren't good anymore. So uh, turn down for what wants to know what do you miss most about 90s video games? 90s video games is a very, very wide swath. 1991 of games. or 1999. Yeah, right. What, 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 what do you miss about? 90s video games call absolutely nothing i like i don't i i miss this in like a nostalgic kind of way um with the understanding that the way things work now is shockingly better um but i i do kind of miss the like going to good time video um and renting a video game for the weekend like the do you cliff well like i said no because i would rather just have game pass where i have 400 games but there was something very cool about like trying a game that uh you know like having like being able to essentially choose any game you wanted to try um, but like, like I said, it's not, it's not good, but like the memory of doing it is good. If that makes sense. Like, does that, does that make uh, sense? That makes, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think it was it was probably even just like the act of like convincing mom and dad that like we should go rent a video game this weekend. So we didn't do it every weekend. No. Um and then like getting home and, and playing some game that was either really cool or that totally sucked, and there was nothing worse uh-huh. than getting a game that really sucked. <laughs> um Every once in a while, like I remember the the handful of times where we like rented a system better than the system we had. Like, do you remember when we rented a Super Nintendo? I do. Like that was very very cool. So like I I missed that. I, I guess I missed the. I, I like I said I don't think I actually miss anything about '90s video games, but you I miss like I have a lot of nostalgia for nineteen like '90s video games. Is that is that fair? I guess. I miss arcades. Like, I miss cool arcades. You, you know, they exist still, right? They really, I mean, kind of. Um, and you can drink in them now. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is though, is like, like, Dave and Buster's is not an arcade, though. Oh, don't go to Dave and Buster's. Go to a barcade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I wish I wish we had Nickelcades anywhere but in Utah, maybe. <laughs> um, Bam. Suck it. Right? Um, I do kind of miss there being, like, arcade games just everywhere like you could go to like taco time and for yeah. some reason they had like two arcade machines there like you could the amount of time i played castlevania at pizza hut yeah or like i mean I remember, now can you imagine touching a castlevania at pizza hut now no things gotta just be covered in grease no, it's and, gross um but like actively boogers on it i remember like, playing I, like crystal caverns at um noggles <laughs> the, the like mexican place um i remember playing uh altered beast i want to say everywhere at, everywhere but specifically at taco time um i know right um Rise I re- from your grave i remember playing double dragon 2 at 7-eleven a lot i remember playing golden axe at fred meyer at everywhere yeah <laughs> you know what i mean though like i just have I, I was it was really cool to be able to like just be anywhere <laughs> and for some reason there'd be an arcade game there um that was pretty cool yeah uh final question how do you respond to you're too old to be playing video games um i don't i don't i don't think anyone's ever said that to me i don't think anyone's ever said that to me um like i'm a I, pretty big guy and i look mean so <laughs> i will admit though that even to this day like it's uh like uh, for my job i i have a lot of um meetings with clients and uh, i use the same microphone for my work meetings that i do for this podcast and like i don't think i actually have like a radio voice in any way like i've met a lot of people that have radio voices and i do not have a radio voice but because my voice sounds so much better over a zoom call than theirs when they're like shouting from you know 3 feet away at a crappy microphone that's attached to their like generic laptop um i just sound better than they do and so everyone's like oh you sound like you should be on the radio and i'm like and i'll and, you know they're like why do you have such a good microphone so I'm, you know i'm like oh, i have a podcast and then they're like oh cool what kind of podcast do you have and i'm like oh no uh, you know what you should do instead <laughs> just tell them w o l d uh cosplay and just leave it at that <laughs> Yeah, but you know, like, like I'm like, oh, it's just just a video game podcast, and I, I'm like very like instead of being like, oh, I have a video game podcast, you should listen to it. <laughs> it's uh, 
it's a little less uh, assuming than that. Um, when, whenever I tell anyone I have, you know, I'm on a video game podcast, I never say you should listen to it because I just know that there's no reason in saying that. <laughs> they should listen to it. Because they'll say, oh, yeah, I will. And I'm like, no, you won't. Right. Like, um, I, I know that you won't. It's okay. And, and I think the thing is, is like. <laughs> like it, I don't listen to it either. So <laughs> I mean, you're, it's because you're on it, man. You listen to it. Even before, when I'm not, I, I generally don't. But before you were on it, you did listen to it. Yeah, that's true. And that's what's important. Um, no, I, I think it's just like there's still something about like growing up in the like eighties and nineties where like nerds play <laughs> video games that, that has like come through to my, my, you know, my <laughs> mid forties in, in 2022. Um, but I, I think the thing is, is I think that the reality is I think that that you're too old to be playing video games question only exists in spaces that I don't care about anymore. Um, like the only times I really see it are like, red pill some fitness bros yelling it at you yeah like it, it's always like it's always some dude on on twitter who's like you know i wrote i rise and grind every day yeah like i don't have time for video games because i've got a full-time job plus four side hustles and when i'm not doing that i'm at the gym and i'm like well you probably live longer than i do um but like you're also microdosing weird drugs that'll probably kill you eventually um but you know, I mean, like I'd be doing that if I could. Though, yeah, same, so. big same. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's either that or like occasionally you'll see like some like hot chick on Twitter who's like, you know, has a, a quote that like I would never date a guy who plays video games because they don't take themselves seriously enough. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm like, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at me. You wouldn't date me anyways. So what's the point? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like, I think that the, the people who say My that personality isn't that good. I, <laughs> it's really not. He's not lying. There's a deficit that has to be made up for here. Yeah. I, it, uh, I, I think that the actual people who say that are either like, people like our parents age who would have wondered why we'll I was dead like, soon. So we don't care. Yeah. And would have wondered why we were wasting so much time playing video games when we were 12 anyway. Um, or, or people that just like exist in a world that I don't care about at all anyway. So like, I don't, I don't besides my just kind of like, oh, I've got a video game podcast. Um, I don't, I don't. You know. Why do you? Why do you turn like into a Southern hillbilly? I don't know. It's just, it's what happens. Call it super strange. So, Anyway, New York City. <laughs> get a rope. Uh, video games are great. Don't don't let anyone tell you different. Um, and just have one job. Like, don't have a side hustle. Side hustles are for dude. If you can have not one job, even better. Even better. Absolutely, even better. All right. Uh, free games. It is the kind of the end of the month. So there's a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, Epic Games Knockout City is now free to play. Um, Epic Dodgeball Battles. What else is there to know? Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is also free on Epic next week, as is Submerged Hidden Depths, which this is the best video. This is the best description call. Boat, climb, interact, and explore in the beautiful ruins of a sunken world. <laughs> They're like, you want to know something interesting? Yes. I have played Submerged Hidden Depths. How is it? Uh, a lot of boats, a lot of climbing, and a lot of interacting. Is that good? I, to me, I just love this game. It sounds like a Mad Lib. They're like, okay, so we need four verbs, uh, an adjective, and another adjective, and then we're done. <laughs> 
Uh, Xbox Game Pass is getting Grid Legends. That's a Game Pass Ultimate EA Play game, September 1st. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley comes out September 6th. I am still, like, passingly excited about that. Like, it, it's probably going to be terrible and full of microtransactions, but we'll see. Uh, Train Sim World 3 is also coming out September 6th. Outer Wilds uh, is coming back to Game Pass oh, nice. September 15th. Um, and that is... Wait. No, that's the new version. Yeah, it's, it's, Outer Wilds is... Is it back is now? Still, yeah, it's back now. This is the um, Xbox One it, X version of it, or Series version, X version. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, 4K and 60 frames a second, I believe. So yeah. if you haven't played Outer Wilds, man, like... You should, what are you doing with your life? You should play Outer Wilds. It's real good. Uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker is coming out September 20th. I really thought that was already on Game Pass, but it's a possibility that maybe it's leaving early access... But either way, I don't think so. It's not on. It's not on now. For some reason, yeah. I really thought it was. But either way, I've heard good things about that game. Looks fun. Uh, Beacon Pines is out September 22nd. Uh, Slime Rancher 2 is also out September 22nd. The first one of that was really fun. I like that a lot. Uh, Grounded is coming out of early ac- access. So this is version one of Grounded comes out September 27th. And then Moon. Well, it's either Moon Moon's Cars. Or, or Moon Scars? I don't know. Coming out September 27th. It's Moon Scars. Probably. Uh, September 27th. So, a bunch of games coming out that you can play on Game Pass. Uh, Xbox Gold. This is the last month of Xbox 360 games on uh, Games with Gold. Uh, so, Xbox 360-wise, you're getting Thrillville, the 1st through the 15th, and then Portal 2, the 16th through the 30th. Portal 2 is oh, sweet. very, very good if you've ever played that before. <laughs> I just added that to my wish list, so I'm like, well, maybe eventually I'll play it. There you <laughs> go. Or, like, buy it, because I have it, but two, it's on disc. Two weeks from now. Nice. Uh, and then you're also getting Gods Will Fall, uh, the 1st through the 30th, and Double Kick Heroes, the 16th through the 15th. Did you play that, Colin? What double kick heroes? Double kick heroes. I don't. For some reason, it sounds super familiar to me. Yeah, it does sound. But oh yeah, I, did, I think so. Let's see. Yeah, is that the uh, the like? Oh, this um, is that weird game where you're like in a. Yeah, it's like the you're in a car and there's zombies yeah, chasing I'm you. I'm trying to think of the like rhythm, not rhythm, but like kind of guitar hero games. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when you play it with um your controller yeah yeah it's 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 an interesting game um yeah. so check that out uh playstation plus will probably get announced uh it comes out they get announced on the 6th so we'll be talking about that next week um humble bundle has a couple of bundles that look pretty good um one is a like lord of the rings bundle um which is which is only interesting because i always forget a lot the, of walking a lot of walking <laughs> twink uh I always forget that the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mortar games are actually Lord of the Rings games. Um, yeah. They're both in this bundle. So for, I think, $11 you can get, or $10 you can get both of those. Um, you can get Gauntlet, Lilith the Necromancer pack. Um, get Gauntlet the game. Um, and then you get Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Harry Potter years five through seven, which is actually, I think, the the Lego Harry Potter games are actually the best Lego games. Um, you get The Hobbit uh, Lego game, and then all of its DLC, or at least three of its DLCs, and then you also get Harry Potter uh, years one through four. I, I do think it's really weird that they're like, like all this stuff is Lord of the Rings except for Harry Potter, <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. close enough, right? 
that's a that's a really good bundle for eleven bucks. Um, I played. I don't remember which is the first one, Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War. Um, I played the second one. It was actually pretty good. Um, and the the Lego, the the Lego Harry Potter games are great. The Lego Lord of the Ring games are actually pretty good. So a lot of good stuff there. Um, and then there's a bundle called the Career ba- uh, Career Break Bundle for fifteen bucks. You can get uh, seven games. Um, the one that I'm most interested in is actually Parkitect. That game's normally thirty dollars, and I've it's been on my wish list for like a year and a half. Um, it's it's a build your own. Well, it's not exactly like a build your own theme park game. It's more of like a um, sim theme park. Like it's it's like you're building a, a park, but it's more about like park management than it is like building a super fancy park. Um, it does have a sandbox mode though. Um, nice. So I I don't know. It's also co-op, which really intrigues me. Um, because I, I, I really, I like the idea of building a theme park with other people. So, uh, dinosaur fossil hunter is in there, which is a man. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a paleontologist so bad. So maybe I should, (laughs) maybe I should, uh, get fossil hunter, uh, project hospital airport CEO model builder, not tonight, which I I don't know what that game's about. Uh, it's got a great name, right? Uh, it's it's not what you'd think it's it's about, I guess. Um, and then Little Big Workshop are all part of that that bundle for fifteen bucks. Like I, I'm real, real, real tempted to buy that, even if it's just for Parkitect. Like I could buy two of that bundle and and have two copies of Parkitect for the price of of one. So, uh, and then also we've got a bunch of games on Prime Gaming. Uh, so the first one is Assassin's Creed Origins, which is that game I was talking about earlier. Play it for fifteen hours and then just throw it away. That's what I would suggest. It's free. Uh, if you want to play <laughs> Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor and you don't want to buy it from Humble Bundle, you can get uh, the Game of the Year edition for free. Uh, football Manager 2022, and that is uh, like, you know, like soccer football, not, well, I don't know which football manager that is. I'll be honest. They probably both exist. Probably. It's probably soccer. I got to think it's soccer. Uh, the Dig, which is a very fun game. Defend the Rook. We period, the revolution, uh, castle on the coach and word of the law death mask collectors edition. So that bundle starts out real strong and, and then goes down to, I guess in a bundle, free stuff from prime gaming starts out strong. And then I get kind of confused towards the bottom, but you know, whatever. Again, if you want to play those games, you need a subscription to Amazon prime and you just tie that to your Twitch account. You get those games for free. So, uh, that's starting by the time you hear this, those games will be available. So, <sighs> Anything else, Cole? You want to you want to chat about? You want to croak at me some more? Anything? Yeah, COVID sucks. Don't get it. Don't get COVID. Highly, highly, highly recommend against getting COVID. Um, I'm a little I'm a little worried, Cole, because like literally everyone I'm related to now has had COVID except for me. Yeah. Well, okay. In my my family has not received COVID yet. Has not received. Has not been given the gift of COVID. I uh, I coughed a bunch in a box and sent it to you. Oh, that wasn't cool. <laughs> What what did I do to deserve that? I don't know. I think it's funny. I keep going to Disney World. I just figure it's eventually it'll happen. So um, I hear there's a new new vaccine next next month though. That that's nice. Oh sweet. So sorry sorry you got COVID call. It I blame that happens. The school system is that is that who we blame? The um, the, the government. I mean, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's the, the word on the street folks. Don't get COVID. All right. Uh, thank you. We are bite me podcast. You can find out more about us at bite me You can join our 
Discord. We're going out of order today at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. I'm guaranteed to forget something. Uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Uh, join or donate to our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. I think that's everything. I like the question mark at Extra the end. Life? Anyway, call. Uh, bye, me. <laughs> Thank you.